Welcome to Elemental Talks, a podcast that airs innovative voices from the worlds of marketing, design, and development. Listen to experts exploring best practices and learn how to build better websites. Verti Heinz is one of the pillars of the Elemental community, being one of its leaders since its launch three years ago. Coming from the Netherlands, Verdi is a problem solver who has been using internet solutions for over 20 years to achieve his customers' goals. He recently joined Elementor as an employee, but is still occasionally building sites. In our podcast, he tells us how he became involved in the community, explains how he builds long-term relationships with members, and illustrates his approach to handling disputes. Welcome to another episode of Elementor Talks, and with me, as always, is Matan. Hello, Ben. And Matan, we have today a special guest, an old-slash-new employee of Elementor, Verdi Hines. Hi, Verdi. Hi, Ben. Hi, Matan. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So, any first impressions about our offices, first of all? Well, I didn't expect it to be uh, 50 floors tall, and uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's great. I just landed in uh, Tel Aviv um, uh, yesterday night, and it's a complete new world for me. I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, it's, a, it's a small, flat country, uh, and here it's, it's hot. There are palm trees. Uh, there are signs I definitely cannot read, but it's, uh, it's wonderful. I love the vibe. I love the atmosphere. So, Verdi, before we go into how uh, what you did before you went into the elementary community, let's recap your journey from the time we launched. Give us like a, a short, short uh, description of, of what happened uh, from your perspective. Okay, from the time we launched the, uh, I guess the Facebook community, yeah. uh, and and when uh, that well that happened shortly after Elementor the free version uh, launched, I joined when it was well not so much people. It was actually the group was created by Mike uh, Costa. Little shout out to him, and I joined simply as a fan. I worked for a company where I um, uh, built websites and did well all kinds of other stuff, mainly other stuff, and I started getting into the community simply to learn. It's my process. I get in there, ask my questions, and what I learn, I immediately teach to others, and that's the way you learn uh, a lot quicker. Normally, I'm in such a community for maybe two, three months, then I've learned what I wanted to learn, then I move on to something different. But this time, something different happened. I kind of fell in love with the product, with the community, with the people, with um Everyone being so enthusiastic, so supportive. Every time I logged in there, it was like a, a, a mini vacation of people uh, going stupidly crazy, uh, uh, having fun. Uh, so, yeah, that was um, pretty awesome. What do you think? I mean, you're part of several communities. Why do you think uh, it's something that we as you know, marketing team try to figure out the love that uh, naturally happens for our brand? So what do you think from... I can tell you what, what it was for me personally. I switched uh, tools before I used it, some, some other, uh, um, not to be mentioned, a builder. And with Elementor, I, within a week, I could build the same websites in one third of the time. So that, that was what got me hooked, uh, got me in for the first time. But right after that, it felt like I got this this huge box of Legos or maybe even Duplos, the bigger blocks, and got to play with them. So it, it, it felt like I had actually, f- I had fun building. But then every few weeks, this company called Elementor gave me a new box. So it was like uh, being a kid in a toy store and you pay, you pay the owner of the toy store a fee, one-time fee, 
and of yearly fee in case of Elementor. But you keep getting these boxes with Legos, uh, new stuff to build with, new projects to create. You actually start attracting more customers and more uh, different ideas simply because of the building blocks you get. So the normal process would be, okay, I have a problem here, it needs uh, a solution, uh, and you work towards that solution and everybody is happy. But with Elementor, you get so much extra blocks, you just start playing and you get to new things and uh, this will lead to new problems. Problems being a very positive word because that'll lead you to new assignments and new customers and, uh, and so on. I hope I'm making uh, sense with this. We have a great product, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. No, but it, there's one thing, though, that makes me want to ask you. There's the product side, but you said that you, you you left usually three months and you're moving on to another community to uh, check out. See what I can uh, learn yeah, there. Exactly. But yeah. you said that you stayed in Elementor. Is it just the quality of the product or is it something in the community itself that made, itself that made you stay there? It's it's never one thing. In this case, it is the getting a new box of toys uh, every few weeks. That is an important part of it. But uh, of course, the quality of the product, no doubt. But in this case, it actually also were the people. Some something about the engagement there is yeah. is it different? Yeah. You have experience with communities. So yes. what could you say about this community, Elementor uh, Facebook community, that is uh, different than other communities? It's in life in general, it's rare to meet people that are um, uh, intrinsically motivated to help others. You can get help here and there, but somebody really going out of his way to make sure you get your solution is rare because they have their time, they need to make their money and, and so on. So to meet those, uh, it, hold on to them. You know, it's, it's, it's rare, it's really valuable. But then to get into a group where there are above average, a lot of those people, yeah, that makes you want to stay. So it's a combination of all those uh, things, I guess. Yeah, and I think that if we look back, I mean, I was managing uh, the group. I'm still, um, uh, you know, participating in the group, but I was uh, managing really with you and, and several other uh, figures. And I think the fact that you're now, you know, fully-fledged employee and we have you on board, <laughs> I think that's no chance. I think you brought a certain attitude uh, and a certain uh, um, value system that allowed us to build a community that really had core values like respect and things that really set our community apart. I mean, it can be said that there was a, a, a good start from the community, but it still had to be, you know, kind of molded in the right direction. And I think you have a, a strong part in, in that throughout the years. And I'm talking about, you know, from the guidelines of the admin through conflict resolution. Can you share, what, what do you think about, about that? In a strong community like um, uh, we now have, it's, it's never one person, of course. The newly added Mike Filler, uh, 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 Ike Ten was there uh, from the beginning. Mike Costa was there in the beginning. Uh, those are people who helped shape it along with me, along with you. It's a, it's a joint effort. What other people tell me that I may do differently is the way I handle conflict. You could simply side with person A or person B, but it's it's never black and white. Nothing is ever black and white. So I look at both sides, at the different interests uh, that are going around, and based on my own personal set of core values, um, I make a decision. And basically it's simple. To, an example core value would be um, um, 
I um, have a long-term relationship is more important than short-term profit. So yes, you need to make profit if you want to feed your kids. You know, if you have kids, that's that's a good thing to do. But if you want to be in it for the long run, you really need to choose one above the other. So one does not exclude the other, but you do prefer. So you mentioned long-term relationship. This is one core value. What are other core values that you said to yourself or to the to the community, for example? Well, for myself, it's a, a clear set of rules, the one I just mentioned. But another one that applies in the community too is asking and understanding above giving advice. So again, one never excludes the other, but the first one is more important. Uh, it's enabling others instead of simply taking over. It's, it's better to help someone help himself than just do it for him because next time they'll need your help again. You know, things like that. But also um, providing an experience over simply um, uh, teaching. I have many more of those. If, if you want, I can keep going. Are, are those, those core values are something that you developed over the years? Is it something that you set together with the other admins and you said, okay, we need a set, okay, because you, uh, you have your set of values and then this you, is just that's my life. your life yes. values, yeah. things that you gathered from experience, yeah. from trial and error. But what about uh, the community itself? When you uh, set the, the values there, how do you go about this? Well, actually, uh, I personally do not set uh, the values. Uh, values are um, come from the community itself. When something needs to be set, it comes from the admins and moderators together. Uh, I might uh, introduce one of my personal uh, values I feel strongly about. But if the other moderators and admins don't feel that way at all, then it's not something to be used, but it, because it is something we do together. It's the meaning of community. You do the things together. It's not one person ruling his, uh, with a, waving his stuff. So yeah, uh, different people have their different values and they come together. Every time there is a conflict that needs to be resolved or a decision needs to be made, then we come together with our values and uh, go uh, towards there. I think the only thing I, I actively do is be acutely aware of other people's values and feelings and uh, where they come from, what they need, and try to put that together. I would assume that it's crucial to have the values of everyone, all the admins, uh, correlated, aligned, so to speak. Yes, but, well, no but, but yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you start out with simple rules for the group. Actually, in the very beginning, you just start out with what Facebook thinks are good uh, rules for your group. Then uh, while working in a community, you figure out very quickly and painfully um, the standard rules do not apply to all. So you need to rethink them. And what I'm trying to say is this is a continuous process. You don't have one fixed set of rules. I do have my fixed set of core values, but only a part of that is fixed. The rest is always open to change and always open to uh, new experiences and new insights. Uh, what I find very important uh, today might be less important tomorrow when I get this new insight or the other way around. A community, I would say, day to day, it sort of manages uh, itself. I mean, if you're a good uh, admin, hopefully, or moderator, hopefully the community does the moderating for you. But then there is a crucial point where a conflict arises. So that's when you really need to step 
step in and there the, the, the values, as I see it, really have an effect. Can you share an example of, of such a, like a big conflict that you, your resolution wasn't, I would say, uh, the generic solution, you know, not necessarily what anyone would do. Out of the do. box. Yeah. Out of the box. Well, I'm not sure about out of the box, but um, something popped in my mind at the first part of your sen sentence. A while ago, there was this um, minor issue about the licensing of Elementor changing. Uh, instead of uh, Unlimited, you only got uh, 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 the 1,000. <laughs> and, and some people uh, were really honestly upset. And even uh, uh, not, not just people you could label as complain a bit more often than usual, so to speak. But uh, people we, we've spoken with a, a lot of times, good people, they were really upset. In the end, I simply, I, I think I asked you, because um, for me it was still unlimited, with the only difference, um, if you actually reached a thousand, and I don't think there's a lot... Uh, that do it in a legal way, but anyway, um, you just call Elementor or send them an email and they make sure you get another thousand. So uh, no, no problem there. Uh, but this wasn't communicated at first. So a lot of people were really, really frustrated and angry until I simply asked Ben, simply relayed the message and that was it. So did I do anything special? No, the only thing I did not do was get upset or angry. I simply asked and after getting my answer, simply shared it. I think that, uh, I mean, this is a topic that I constantly think about when you're talking about the way communication is done online. And there's been a, a, a lot of talk about this uh, subject, you know, about the fact that we're becoming more, uh, you know, angry and more uh, separated and, uh, you know, all the ideas of fake news and people becoming more, uh, I would say, politically, uh, you know, segregated so how does this if you saw the the, the new netflix uh, documentary about the great hack that deals with the same topic so given that we have this inclination to become sort of internet trolls and uh, become more uh, extreme in our opinions how do you fight that and and what's the i would say the question is what chance does this alternate perspective of let's see the common grounds have in our age of you know facebook algorithms the funny thing is it seems like we've changed a lot with fake news and that didn't happen but actually look at the last six thousand years of human communication uh, it goes with ups and downs depending what happens in the world and if there's more tension in the world people get upset more quickly and people um uh, fight for their own corner so they uh, more easily um, uh, have a black and white opinion simply out of frustration and simply to defend what they think is right but it's it's a wave that goes up and goes down and goes up and goes down and currently yes there's a bit more tension but that should never change the fact we're all just humans no matter where you come from so we should all have this one very 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 basic thing for each other and it's, it's it i know it's too simple to even mention but it's it's respect that's it so it there's there's no special approach uh there's just respect people get heated the if somebody gets angry at you the first response is getting angry back 
because that's what we've learned instinctually as a human. That's what got us further in evolution that, you know, it's a survival instinct. If you can move past that for just a little bit and think, okay, this person is angry, let's not get angry immediately, but first try respect. What is actually going on? Just ask. That'll make things a lot easier. And I think that's what you just called the finding the middle ground. But it, it's for me, it's just... Um, and if you find someone who you know works in a different way, like let's say a new user in your community and he's, uh, they're, they're spamming the, the, the group. So how do you, do you educate them? Do you change the, their perspective? Do you understand their point of view? Like what's the, the best way to deal with uh, someone with another perspective? Well, those are actually two questions. Uh, the first question is how do you deal with uh, people who are spamming the group? And um, uh, that's that's very easy. Uh, easy. I, I emotionally prepare, get sensitive, and very nicely block them to never <laughs> yeah. see them again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if I could, I'd send an audio file with bye bye. But um, you know, those are the real the spammers. It's it's uh, not a clear case. Okay. That's a a very clear case, so no problem. Just just get rid of them. We have rules for that. I think you're asking more about the gray area. Uh, So what happens? uh, Well, could you give an example? Well, you gave me a great example when we were in uh, WordCamp about uh, some person who uploaded uh, a theme that was kind of uh, partly stolen. That was super interesting. And how you dealt with it, I found myself relaying that story to other people so oh oh really oh really okay that's awesome so uh yes about this specific developer let's not name uh, names um robert uh, no no I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding uh, he um yeah but basically we're talking about a let's call him an over enthusiastic uh startup uh entrepreneur he d- uh, this developer wanted to create his own brand with with themes and plugins and stuff uh like you see well similar to uh um uh brainstorm force brain force yes he stole content he he stole content from he, he basically downloaded templates from others even graphics from others and used that uh, just altered things uh and it seems like he stole everything i simply posted about this 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 new developer uh, people responded to it and there were uh, um, e- even the bigger names like Adam Price or like Sujay uh, they all at- attacked this guy for for being a thief and they were right i could have joined that discussion to be honest it, it for me it felt like joining that discussion because i, I got angry uh, about it too i posted it but um instead I calmed down. I thought oh, okay respect let let's just try and see what it, what it, what what's actually going on here contact the developer and ask him, could you be honest about what's happening here? I'm giving you one chance. I'm closing the topic. Uh, I'll give you a time to collect your thoughts a day and you can respond, but be very honest uh, or I'll presume uh, it's true what's standing there, uh, what's written there. And uh, well, I'll just have to remove you, but um, I'm giving you this chance. He came back to it. He was uh, thankful and nice. And the most important thing, he was very open, very honest. He said, yes, most of it is created by myself, but uh, all the content stuff you see, I wanted to cut corners. I wanted to earn money faster, and this saved me a lot of time. Templates are free, graphics are free, so I can simply use them. So I thought, now I see it's not always uh, the case. There's a gray area. I did something wrong. So he openly said, sorry, 
this and this and this I, I did. I'm going to fix it. Uh, allow me to get back to you. Uh, three weeks, weeks later, apparently he and his team worked very hard. Everything changed. His, his themes, his graphics, his templates. I think they didn't sleep for about three weeks. He came back and uh, again apologized, again showed his work. And that's when the beautiful thing happened. All the people who got so passionately and rightfully angry at him said, well, okay, you owned up, it's okay. Don't let it happen again. But no, it's okay. It's fine. It's forgiven. And that's a beautiful thing. If I had just joined the bandwagon of uh, angry people, this would have gone very differently. And, and why should it go that way? Why shouldn't someone have a chance to... I think one of the reasons is that a lot of people nowadays think in terms of zero-sum game, meaning... I win. If if I win, it means you lose. If if uh, you know, I have competitors. They want my business, and they will win. They don't think in terms of win-win, like that the market is big enough that we actually can um, win together. So how can we, in your perspective, how can we uh, develop this kind of win-win instead of zero-sum game mentality? I think going for the the win-win. Well, it comes back to one of my earlier mentioned core values. I, I uh, go for the long term uh, instead of the short term profit. So even from a business perspective, not just uh, the, the emotional gushy stuff, if you learn to collaborate with other people um, and uh, strengthen e each other instead of just trying to cut each other off um, because you're a so-called competitor, you win. Let's say a customer sees you uh, doing some shady stuff to your competitor or bad-mouthing him, will the customer have more trust in you or less? It's very simple. They will have less trust in you. If a customer needs a solution and you make sure it gets there, even if you have to pay your competitor to provide the solution, that customer will be very loyal to you. So for me, always going for the win-win situation is actually long-term uh, thinking, long-term investment. Also... Uh, working together with others, um, you learn a lot faster. Yeah, plus you can see examples like uh, like WordPress, like Elementor, where we have collaborations and the extendability of the tool and the open source mentality. I think that's, uh, you, you can't, you know, develop this ecosystem without this mentality so somehow. Indeed. Okay, so can you share a little bit about, like, your new role and, and what, what's the horizon like? for you in, in, Element, in the part of the team? Well, Elementor has uh, several uh, departments to serve its customers better, as I'm learning, getting a crash course on, uh, on that today. Uh, one of the uh, very uh, newly uh, uh, created um, departments is the uh, community led by uh, Nofar, working together with uh, Tommy, and currently the three of us um, will simply look at the different communi communities we have. It's not just a Facebook community. It goes way, way beyond that. I, I don't think uh, people often don't, don't even realize how big the complete Elementor community is. And we're going to look at how can we better serve those communities, help them, uh, Let's, for instance, uh, uh, create meetups. In many countries already, it's uh, there are meetups of, of just fans getting together, sharing information. Getting back to the previous topic, many competitors of each other 
sitting in the same room, teaching each other um, uh, new uh, tips and tricks and stuff. And meetups is just one of the things, uh, of course, we'll be, be attending, but they can use help to uh, get things done easier, quicker, uh, focus more on their business, provide materials, and it's it's only one aspect. But what I'll mainly be doing within Elementor is not just looking at those communities, uh, but also the uh, upcoming new community, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say about it <laughs> uh, yet, but I, I think there's already, um, what, what I can repeat is what what's all already been hinted in the um, Facebook community. Yes, there is an expert community coming and yes to all experts uh, still listening uh, after my rambling uh, uh, right now. Um, this will be a safe place. This will be a place where nobody will ask what theme <laughs> should I use? <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's... Um, one of the main things I'll be doing, but I, I have um, uh, experience in uh, setting up academies, uh, trainings, stuff like that. So hopefully I get to share some uh, um, experience from previous jobs to uh, maybe even other departments. But my main focus will be um, uh, working uh, with and for uh, the community. Uh, and while in the Facebook community, I'm just a fan. I'm still just always a fan. Just to get an idea, you said that Facebook is just a little bit of what the face uh, the Elementor community includes. Could you mention other sources, resources uh, for the community? Yes. Maybe I shouldn't have called the, the group little because it's uh, over 45,000 now. Uh, I think we'll be uh, hitting 50,000 um, uh, anytime soon. But yeah, there's, there's also, um, well, for instance, a lot of developers go to uh, GitHub. And you could say it's simply a place to uh, post your issues, but it's it's more than that. If you go there, it's uh, uh, the actual, it says 500 something issues. So you think, oh my God, Elementor has so many issues. No, uh, actual issues is just a small part of it. The, the, the very big part of it is people expressing their uh, wishes, the feature requests. Uh, I, I really want uh, a, a, a common panel to, to set all my colors and themes and you know, wishes. So that's a community in itself. And of course, um, uh, all the people following the, uh, well, this podcast, naturally, the YouTube uh, uh, channel, the, the new master classes. There are many more avenues where Elementor helps their customers, mainly business owners, creating websites for others and supplying them with valuable information. And, and they, uh, Elementor does it through different venues. So everybody will have a venue that suits them. But all these venues together form a community. And I truly believe we're only at the very beginning of what that means and what that encompasses. And having platforms like the expert platform uh, will bring a lot of those things together so you get a better picture of the, the whole picture. And of course, there's a lot more to come. I completely agree. I mean, you can look back at the past three years and see like, okay, look, where we uh, came to and like the journey. But if you actually think ahead, then the big things are still yeah. to come. And it's uh, that's yeah. really where the excitement uh, lies. So Verdi, how can people reach you and, and uh, follow you and, and contact you further? <laughs> well, for now, go to the official Facebook community and find me there as a fan. That's that's 
the main read, place. Read the Trello to find me. Uh, document, of course. And oh yes, of course, there's still there's still there's still the Trello board. Uh, and if you have any additions for that, that's still welcome. It's still updated until it gets replaced someday. But um, yeah, there's that. By machine learning or something. <laughs> okay, so it's been really a pleasure, and uh, yeah, we, we're glad to have you on board. And I love talking to you about, you know, the other perspectives and the other way of, of kind of talking about values is something that uh, is not in our common, uh, you know, communication. So, so it's fun to talk about. So thanks a lot for, for being in this podcast and uh, for joining the team. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Verdi. So goodbye and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.